0: Are you ready
1: yes i am ready are you ready jordy yeah
0: i'm always ready sort of most of the time i like talking
1: you do like talking
0: yes anyways welcome to this podcast that doesn't have a name
1: (laughs) yes welcome friends
0: (laughs) um i said that we should just start this podcast and we can figure out a name for it later um because I just, I don't like to wait a lot of times. I just like to do.
1: Yeah. And I was on the fence about creating this podcast because I was like, oh my gosh, that's scary. And it's opening up a whole new can of worms that we'll have to deal with. Um, Because we talk about planning. We talk, we plan about talking about a lot of things. Things that, depending on who is listening, they might not want us to say, but...
0: Oh, okay. I don't know where you're going with that, but cool.
1: I'm just talking about family stuff. Like it can sometimes be touchy.
0: Oh, I, I think that you, but over, I, you know, I think I've, you overhype it in your head.
1: I've braced my mom. So I'm like, Hey, you know, <laughs> Oh. <laughs> no, <laughs> not really. There's nothing. I did talk to her about it. I was like, Hey, like, So we're starting a podcast and she was like, oh, I think that's so great. Like you guys have such a unique perspective and you have like a lot of wisdom and stuff that you can give. And, you know, you guys just have a very unique life so you can have some stuff to talk about. And I was like, yeah, like, but I also plan on talking about like my life and my experience. And so I just want you to know, like, And she was like, oh, I'm an open book. I'm not worried about nothing. Like, (laughs) so. Okay.
0: Well, um, that's good to know.
1: Yeah. I'm not gonna say anything that she doesn't that she's not already aware of. So
0: I am. No, I'm kidding. I don't know if I am.
1: Anyways. That'll be at some point later <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Anyways, um, once again, welcome to this podcast without a name. Um, guess we should introduce ourselves because we haven't even done that. My we name should. is My name is Jordan. Um
1: aka Jordy.
0: Yes, she calls me Jordy.
1: <laughs> I am Renee. I'm Jordan's wife.
0: Yes. Sometimes I say LR.
1: Yes, sometimes he does. Or maybe say that. eight. Mm-hmm.
0: I think, what's another one? Baby Paul was another one that I had her in my phone as.
1: Oh, yeah. Years
0: back. Yeah. Back when we were just a dating couple. Yep. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that is us. Um, we thought that a good way to start this off would be talking about the term dinks, which sounds weird to me. But. It Before is. you go
1: into that, sorry oh. to interrupt you, um, just so people know a little bit more about us than just our names. Um, as I said, I'm his wife, so obviously we are married. We've surprise, been married surprise. for almost two years. It'll be two years in like a, a week in some days, right? September 4th, whatever the actual... Yeah. Yeah, it'll be, um, we'll be married for almost two years. Um, we are from the great state of Ohio, mm-hmm. but from two different places in Ohio.
0: Yeah. Um, we'll probably get into that prop- that kind of detail later. Yeah. Cause that's interesting for conversations about other stuff like family and whatever. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. But today we are not talking about the families that we come from, but our individual <laughs> family that we are together. Um, yes. And apparently you can label us as dinks, which is apparently a term that sounds weird, but it <laughs> isn't, it doesn't, it's not what it sounds like. I don't know what it sounds like, but it sounds weird, but it's not that. Essentially dinks. It sounds like a fetish. It does sound like a fetish. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we, the first time you said it to me, I was like, what? What?
1: Oof. I was like, yeah, we're a couple of dinks.
0: <laughs> I was like, that sa- it either sounds like that or a slur. It, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it could go either
1: way. Yeah, but um,
0: anyways, what it actually means is dual income, no kids. So in case you couldn't conclude from that, that we are married and have dual and both work jobs, but don't have children. Um, we don't have kids, but and we both have jobs. And that that's how we are. And that's how we fall into the category of dinks. Agreed. So, yeah, so that is what a dink is. And we thought it would be a very interesting conversation because um, there are. What is that? Oh, nothing. Yeah, there are um, there are people that have. Like just from like the people that I think we know, there's not a lot of people our age that are married. And there's not a lot of people that are our age that are in relationships that. Don't have
1: kids, I guess.
0: Mm -hmm. We're just an anomaly, essentially. (laughs) And from our circle of people that we are aware of. Like, we do know some people that are married and don't have kids. Yeah. But it's not that many people.
1: Yeah. I don't think I know anyone who is married and doesn't have kids. Let me think. Actually, do I?
0: I mean, I I do now because my coworker just got married like yesterday.
1: Oh, yeah, I guess that. (laughs) But,
0: but, But that's like. But she just got married.
1: Yeah. Outside of like people that we are close with, like family, friends, like there is no one that we know that is married and does not have children. Yes. So or a child, at least one. So,
0: yeah, yeah, that's true. So we just found that very interesting and thought that we'd talk about it. So so one of the things that I wanted to start with was just some general facts that I pulled from the Internet. I cannot attest to the accuracy of these facts because it is Google.
1: <laughs> they're not peer reviewed facts. They're not. They might be,
0: but I don't know. I tried <laughs> to verify if they were peer reviewed, but I couldn't tell. Um, allegedly, they're coming from the Census Bureau, the US Census Bureau specifically. So that's trustworthy. That should be trustworthy. But also, I was looking at websites and not the actual Census Bureau website because it was too confusing to understand anything.
1: I was making a joke because I don't. Never mind.
0: No, you don't. (laughs) Oh, yes. Not going to to my political
1: views right now. The Census Bureau should
0: be a trustworthy source, but Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there are some technical issues that they run into with people not wanting to share information with them. But whatever. Very true. Um, But anyways, according to them, I think the national median house income, yeah, the national median household income in 2021 was $70,784. There was another article from 20, there was another source from 2022 U.S. Census Bureau that said that two-person family dual income totals to about Mm $75,143. So, I'm assuming that the first one was for a two-family household. And I think my first reaction to that is that sounds about right, honestly. Like, if you think about where we were before um, I got this job.
1: Yeah. I we mean, were, yeah. yeah, we were about in that range, maybe a little bit more, but not by much. Yeah. Um, but still, and then I also, but I think about, like, the kind of life that we were living when we were back home. Um, and I'm like, ooh. I can't imagine having a child and trying to and being on like that income, you know. Like, yeah, I was like, we can barely take care of ourselves.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to wrap my mind around anyone having kids and getting paid less than a hundred thousand dollars right now. So, yeah, because kids, like, I, I obviously I've seen it work. I know plenty of people that have had that experience and mm-hmm. it works. But I'm just like, how?
1: Yeah, I don't know. In today's economy, I just I sometimes really question, like, is this actually going to work? Is this feasible? Like, how do I really want this? I don't
0: know. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a good transition into what is life with dual incomes? Like, how is life, I guess, or what is that? What is our experience in that we both have jobs and make money?
1: I would say, I think it is very rewarding um, for the most part. Like I really enjoy the freedom that we have of um, not only like me and Jordan are just very blessed where both of our jobs offer um, unlimited PTO. So we can, we're really able to just take time off whenever we want or need it. And we're able to travel when we want and go places and go on vacations and many trips. And I think it's very enjoyable. And also I like being like, Hey, I'm bored. I'm bored too. Do you want to go to the movies? Yeah, let's go. Like, yeah. that's, I mean, yeah, it's like top tier. Like, I love that for us. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's, rewarding for the most part and it just makes our life like it's just very fulfilling. I love this, our dual income, no kids era. I enjoy it.
0: Yeah, me too. I mean, I think something that I would add to that is that um, it's a lot, it's a lot less stressful in trying to Coordinate things with multiple people and trying Well, it's a lot less stressful than like trying to coordinate multiple schedules. There's only two schedules pretty much to coordinate, and they're not really that complicated most of the time. So, I mean, my, my okay, you can going
1: say, see Jordan, is, your schedule is very <laughs> it depends on week, but your schedule be very, um, but I do that by included sometimes, but to some extent,
0: that's <laughs> by choice.
1: Yeah, because you choose to be, you know, doing all But that. I like to
0: do things. You do. Like, I like to make stuff. I do. I, that's me. I make things. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but like, just like thinking about that in addition to trying to add on like, okay, well now we have a kid that like, I don't know, they, they want to go to, like, they need to go to school or something or just go somewhere hang out with friends they can't drive a car or whatever so it's just like the logistics of adding on an extra person and trying to make sure that they're actually able to do things when they don't have the same freedoms that we do Mm -hmm. is um kind of more what i was going for like obviously because we've done this before like my schedule even though i have a lot going on, i can stop it at any time true like monday we decided to go to a movie. I was considering doing stuff on Monday, and I, but I was also like, but we could also just like, I could just not, and we could just go do something. Mm-hmm. And then you just happened to text me about, hey, let's go see a movie. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> great idea. Let's go.
1: Yeah. I, so I think something that I really enjoy about our life right now with no kids, dual income, um, is just the flexibility that we have. And how we can just change things and fit things into our schedule like instantly almost, and you know, just basically do whatever we want or need to do. Like, and we don't have to think about anyone else be concerned with, like, not you know, this isn't to sound bad. I'm not trying to bash people that are parents because I think that is beautiful. And I, you know, I think that's a beautiful lifestyle choice for for some people. Um, But I'm just saying like for us right now, our lifestyle choice is to be a dual income, no kids couple. Yeah. Um,
0: And I mean, I think that was something that I really wanted to do when we got married. Um, Mostly just because for further context about us, our dating relationship for, I think I would probably say about 95% of the time, was a long distance relationship. The mm-hmm. other 5% being the four months that I, the four months of my last semester of college when we were both at the same, in the, on the same campus.
1: Oh yeah. I thought you were gonna, for a second, I was like, bro, it was not four months that I moved in with you before um, the wedding, but I, for some reason, my mind just forgot that we had that split second in time where we were on the same campus for, a few months before you graduated. Um, yeah. And then before, right before we got married, we were, I moved in six weeks before um, our wedding.
0: Yeah. I don't even count that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was, that's why I was like, what are you getting for from? And then I was like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Those
0: first four. Yeah, I those, forgot about
1: that because it was such a quick time. Yeah.
0: I mean, it was very quick, but um, those first four months... Or the only time that we spent while dating in the in it, with the ability to just be around each other for longer than two weeks max
1: mm-hmm.
0: um but yeah, so that was because of that, that was one of the reasons that I really wanted to not just rush into having kids um and I just wanted to be able to like be like, yeah, like we can just enjoy being around each other for longer than two weeks at a time (laughs) and for longer than four months. And now we're on our track record for the longest time that we've been around each other at this point since we got married. So, uh, I just wanted to be able to have that moment and that time to be able to enjoy and experience that.
1: Yeah. And I definitely, I would say when we first got married and like even, um, when we started talking about like timelines of stuff when we were engaged i was i wasn't like rushing to try and have kids but i was very much open to i was like oh well you know if we have a kid like after our first year of marriage like i would be cool with that or even like if it was like you know 8 or 9 months after we got married like i would have been fine um that's what i was thinking at the time and then the more i become like happy and settled and just I guess I, cause I've never seen a couple that like was a dual income couple with no kids. Like I never saw that really growing up. Like I didn't know. So I didn't know like what kind of freedom that would, that would give you. So I was just like, eh, you get married, you have kids. Like that's the thing that you do. Like you don't really wait a long time. Like the only people that I would say I kind of saw, but I was so young at the time when um, my cousins got married, like they, I don't remember how long they were married before they had their um, first, their oldest son. But I know it wasn't immediate. But I don't remember the, like how long it was. I don't think it was that long at all, though. And I was so, I was a kid, so I was like, I wasn't, I was barely, <laughs> like I was not really, you know, paying attention
0: to yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, I saw. I think my parents were like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. They I don't know how many years it was while. before
0: they had kids. It was five. It was five. Oh, okay. Well, I'm Unless I'm know. wrong,
1: but I'm pretty sure your mom told me it was uh, well, five you, because when they bought the house,
0: it was a year before Kelsey. Yeah, was it was a year before
1: Kelsey. So,
0: yeah. But um. Yeah. So like there, there's that example, and then like I know some people from college who just now are having kids, or who adopted after being married for however many years, but um. Yeah, but those are like the only, but like that's only like two fa- two couples that I know of, plus my parents. So that's a very small amount of people. And I don't think it has to be that way personally. Um, but a lot of times I do think that people just assume kind of like what you were saying, that the process is you get married and you have kids. Well, not everybody, but there are a lot of people that think that way where it's like, oh, well like the next logical step is to have kids. Whereas in my mind, I'm like the next logical step is to enjoy being married And then have kids.
1: Yeah, agreed. I think now actually like living in, you know, our dink era, like I'm like, oh yeah, like this is very nice, low key. How am I ever going to give this up? But I know like I still, I still do want kids. I want, um, you know, a family. So, but also I'm only 26 right now. So I'm like, we could wait, you know, um, some more time. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be immediate. Like, we could wait another five years and I'll still be quote unquote young. Yeah. So.
0: I mean, and I've already told you, though, like for me, my thing was just like around 30 was when I would stop like being like, no, I don't want to have kids yet. (laughs) But like after that, like I've also told you, like after I'm 30, like literally it's your timeline, whatever you want to do. If you're like, actually, I'd like to wait a little bit because like you're two years younger than me so at that point yeah, i can be, be in my 30s yeah i can be in my 30s and you'll still be in your 20s mm-hmm. so for me it was like once we once we get to that point then i'm like okay cool well your timeline if you want to <laughs> you want to have kids right now <laughs> be my guest if you want to if you want to wait and like enjoy be and just our close at your 20s be
1: guest, but serve service to the death Tie your napkin around your neck, Sherry, and you, we'll provide that? the uh,
0: rest. That is uh, the, 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 the Beauty and the Beast.
1: Yes, yeah, so I was going to say it's literally my favorite movie. Like, <laughs> you better get well, it. Right. my bad. I've anyway, only seen it like once. But yeah, you said be my guest. So I just I started yeah. playing in my head.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. Um, but yeah, so once we get to that point, it's your timeline. If you decide that you want to close out your, your 20s kid free, that's fine with me. That was, that rhymed. I'm a rapper now. Um, But anyways, yeah, but I just don't think, I think that people undervalue the experience of Mm -hmm. being married and not having kids.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I would encourage like couples that desire to be married. um, You know, everybody has their own journey. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having children before you are married. Um, I'm just saying that, or after you're married, um, if you have the ability to um, kind of put, you know, if you have some flexibility in that era in your life where you can decide, okay, let's like push off having kids for a year or two years or whatever your timeline is. Um, I would encourage like every couple do that if they can, because it really is a nice time to, be able to spend with your spouse and you know, low key, like you can set yourself up financially better to have children. Like, you know, I think an experience that I, I never thought about until like, right before we started getting married, I was like, Oh, you can like, like actually plan, plan to have kids. Like I was always taught, you know, very Christian religious parents, like you are married and then you have children, but there was never like the conversation of, but you can also like plan for your kids. It was kind of just left like, it was kind of like a, an assumption that you would have kids almost as soon as immediately after you got married.
0: Yeah, the way people were approaching us after we got married, mainly yeah. you.
1: Yeah, mainly that, me.
0: That pushes it. Now so. I will say somebody did, where was I? Couple, it was like last week or this week or something. And, mm-hmm. some ran, and some random guy was just like, do you have kids? And I was like, No. oh okay cool (laughs) like yeah I guess
1: (laughs) yeah so there's like a lot of pressure on I feel like couples um for me honestly for me it started like as soon as we got engaged people started asking me about like children and when we plan on having kids do we want kids all these things and I was just like bro I'm not even married yet like and also just makes me very uncomfortable when people ask me about If we're having kids, when we plan on having them, that whole line of questioning, it just makes me very uncomfortable. And I don't like when people bring it up. It's one thing if I bring it up and decide to talk to you about it. But especially like people that don't know me that well, like you should maybe not ask me about my reproductive parts. Thank you. Moving on. I would encourage like every couple to take that time if they can and if they want um, to just enjoy you know, married life, and it's okay to plan to not have kids and to plan to have kids. And how you and your spouse decide to go about that is totally up to you. And people should respect it because mm-hmm. it's not like it's a decision that will affect you and your spouse the most at the end of the day. And like I was saying, like my parents, they did not really. Uh, Yeah. So they weren't the typical like planners for children. Um, They kind of just had kids. Um, They didn't really plan.
0: um, I want to say that's not typical. I think it's more common, at least from my experience. I've seen it be way more common that people have kids that they didn't plan on having at that time.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I'm saying that. But I think nowadays it's more common to plan for kids. Um, but the, your parents were like the only, like the first people that I met that like planned, um, to have kids, like plan their children out. And I was like, Oh, I didn't, I didn't really know that was a thing. I thought people just you know, had kids when they they were just out here having kids. Yeah. Um, you know, aside from, like I said, like my cousins, Louie and Deshante, they planned for their, um, their kids. I know that, but I didn't really know anybody else that like had ever planned for, um, for kids so so yeah I, I always thought that I was like oh that like that's actually really cool makes a lot of sense and I think I mean who knows on the other end of this if it'll actually be any better but I don't know I think planning for kids like financially speaking I think it hopefully it'll help us who knows I don't know but
0: yeah I agree um, I mean I think it will definitely help financially to plan it out yeah um, with Um, which speaking of financially, I wanted to go to the next thing, which was what are our current expenses? Like, what do we have to pay for as dual income, no kid havers?
1: (laughs) It's just funny. Um, air. No. Oh my God. (laughs) Everything. Um, yeah, we have our rent. We have. Um, there's Jordan doesn't have a car note on his car, but I have one on my car. Yeah, uh, so we pay for that, our car insurance, utilities, um, groceries for two people. Um, yes, for a household of two people. Um, healthcare we pay for my. Um, our healthcare is through my job, and I pay for it out of my paycheck. I can't remember exactly what it is, but I think it's like two something. A month. I don't know. I really don't, I don't be know. looking at it. It comes out before <laughs> it, yeah. I see it. So Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't really
0: know. Um Yeah, and we're on her health insurance. We both don't pay yeah. for health insurance. So
1: Which is pretty good. My health insurance is like it's it's pretty good health insurance, I think. Yeah. And we also have a um an HSA account that I pay for. Um I get like an a an allotted amount from my company per year and then I pay into it like Every 12 Like you know Once a month Yeah So Honestly that, that we use for health expenses
0: Yeah That honestly might make A good conversation Just like insurance
1: Yeah <laughs> Like not for right be. now
0: But just for another episode Um, But yeah outside I of that. I any
1: other expenses? Oh credit um, cards bills. Yeah Outside yeah. of that
0: It's just like Debt to like credit cards um, Ooh. I have yeah. a loan And That I'm That we're in the process Of paying off And then obviously Like student loans And things like that um so and that to me i'm gonna wait for this motorcycle to drive by (laughs) okay anyways (laughs) um for me the expense aspect of everything is more of what i tend to be appreciative of because like we don't necessarily have the best finances right now, but we are in a position where we have decent finances that we can use to improve our financial situation so that it will be better over the next year, two years to five years or however long it is before we have kids. Um, Because for me, kids are an expense at the same time. Like, Like, yes, they're your children and whatever people say about children, bundle of joy or whatever. I don't know. (laughs) But um, yeah, like they're also an expense. Like you have to pay for them and you have to pay for them. And every time they do something dumb that gets them hurt and you have to take them into the emergency room, you have to pay for that. So I'm like, let's fix our our finances a little bit before we have a kid that's going to like try to jump off of something that they shouldn't be jumping off of. I can't even think of a good example, but like, yeah, just knowing me as a child, I'm like, yeah, we need to be in a better financial position because I did some dumb things.
1: I guess I wasn't around. So, but yeah, um, I, yeah. So like our expenses are, I don't know if they're, I mean, I guess it's high. Like we have our cost of living is high, but That's also kind of somewhat by choice because we could have made it not so high, but we chose.
0: Yeah, I mean, our our biggest expense is our apartment, but like that's most people's situation. And what we just ran into was we realized that we could afford to pay like almost $2,000 on an apartment just because we went through the process of trying to buy a house and it was going to be close to that anyways. Mm-hmm. And because that was such a nightmare process and we were just ready to be done, we were like, well, if we're going to have to get an apartment and not have a house. I will pay the extra money for an apartment to have a slightly nicer than normal apartment.
1: Agreed. And I, um, yeah, we'll talk about our whole house buying fiasco <laughs> on another yes. episode or yeah. two. We could do several oh, episodes about that. It would take forever to that. talk about that. Um, but... Yeah. So once we got to the end of that process and did not get a house and we were coming up on how many months living apart? October, Um, November, December, January. So almost we were coming up on almost four months of living apart after being married for over a year. I was like, yeah, um, we just need to 86 this whole house buying thing and we need to we need to move on and get an apartment and live somewhere. But if I have to live in an apartment and pay rent at another place, um, it needs to be a nice apartment. I'm not paying for like, you know, hey, you know, some people, you know, some people are like totally fine with like, you know, bare bones, you know, just, I just need somewhere to live that like has a roof. That's totally fine, you know, but I'm just, I'm not that gal. So.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, So. I think for me, I'm kind of like, um, I I don't know if anything to add to that. Actually, we can just go to the next thing.
1: Okay.
0: Honestly, um, so the next thing that we wanted to talk, the next thing we wanted to talk about is how do we balance our careers and personal lives?
1: Mm.
0: That's kind of a question of work-life balance plus just like, how do we like spend our time together? How do we balance all that stuff Mm -hmm. all together? And I would say our plan is very loose and flexible right now. (laughs) We're still working on trying to actually have a better system for that.
1: Yeah. I think something that has been challenging for us, like since we got married is just the building of our routine. Um, And I think it's just been, challenging for a number of reasons but i think so we do have work-life balance i don't want it to seem like we don't we definitely do like there is a balance but is it 50 50 no yeah so like there's some balance in there but it is not like you know 100 percent, like totally equal all the time like the balance yeah fluctuates
0: yeah and i mean we're not like it's not like either of us are like financial bankers or something or people that like literally have to be like yeah working insane hours or else they'll be fired because they're not putting in hours on the weekend or something like that right like that's not our life
1: yeah but like i work i work from home i'm fully remote and i work um 8 30 to 5 monday through friday and then i don't work on the weekends
0: yeah and then i'm working Um, I guess you could say my job is hybrid a little bit. I guess it's hybrid. Yeah, I have a hybrid job. So essentially for me, I might be at home. I might be in the office. I might be in another state. I never know. Um, Yes. (laughs) But overall, like when five o'clock comes outside of this last Friday, I am stopping. I think I worked till 530 yesterday on Friday just because, but, um, like, even, like, today, like, we're recording this podcast at, like, 5 o'clock in the evening. Um, no, I, is it really 8 o'clock?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, Jordan, oh totally Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> we're recording this podcast at 8 o'clock
1: yeah, in the you evening. Yeah, were, you were asleep for a long time. I know. But I, I thought, I was like, he's, pro- he's exhausted. He's snoring. Like, oh, I I'll just let you sleep. Yeah. Oh. You're really okay. tired, though. So I wanted you to get some rest.
0: But, yeah. But, like so it's not like we're working all the time like we r- relaxed for most of our day and we had planned the only thing we really had planned for today was to record this podcast yeah so we were able to like just kind of be like okay well we'll do it right now eight o'clock
1: yeah and so i would say yeah i think we do have um we try to have a good work-life balance but um something that jordan has not brought up yet but i'm going to bring it up is that he also, in addition to his nine to five job, he works for himself. So For less um, money. (laughs) For now. Yes. But, and that job is a job that is, there's no set hours to it. Like, so he can set hours, but generally like he's working on that. That takes up a lot of his free time. And then time that we spent together it also takes up the other part of his free time. So it's kind of like which we could do a whole other podcast episode on about too, about how I have adapted to you like to my weird work yeah, life. Your work schedule. Life schedule. But um but yeah, like we when we need to spend time together, like we make that a priority. And when we I don't want it to come out wrong. But when we don't need to, we don't. And we, you know, we do our own thing. So,
0: yeah. And I mean, I think, honestly, if I did not have to, if I did not have my like nine to five, if I didn't have my nine to five job and I was only doing like my content creation and music stuff, I would put much stricter barriers around that because I would have the ability to do that. During the normal out, like during normal business hours, quote unquote, and be able to get that stuff done then. But because I have to do that after I get done with my nine to five, I end up trying to cram as much of that into my time after work as possible. Yeah. While also not completely neglecting Renee and not spending time with her.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Also, which is like, um, if I'm being honest, he... never really neglects me like since we've been married i've never felt like you don't spend enough time with me well that's good to know like i don't feel like that at all i think you do a good job of trying to be there for me and you know make make us a priority i think you do a great job at that um i mean there's always room for improvement everywhere you know in any area but like overall i just want you to know i don't you never neglect me, so. Well, I appreciate yeah, that. That's never a concern, and also I don't just sit around when he's not around. Like, oh, Jordy. <laughs> Sometimes I like look. Well, let me not say that. Sometimes I do like if he's gone for like, like there was one work trip where he was gone like I was gone like a whole Monday week. to like basically Friday morning, um, and that week I was like, oh, okay. But
0: was that the week that like when I got back? I was getting back yeah. after you were leaving. Yeah, that was a Uh, weird time
1: That and then also there was the time Remember when you came back and you got sick When you were in Vegas Oh my gosh,
0: I hated that so much
1: Because you got back on like Thursday Like it was technically into Friday morning Like it was into like midnight Friday Yeah Um, But that time I was like I started to get lonely Because I was like Wow, I'm just up in this house And it's just me and my plants (laughs) 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 <laughs> but I also think that, you know, working from home can sometimes make me feel a little like cooped up. So I, I have to be very intentional about making sure that I go outside and that I go do things and stuff like that. But Yeah,
0: that's understandable.
1: But yeah. yeah, I think yeah, when we and so when we have like times where, you know, we are we feel like we haven't been like spending enough enough time together and like prioritizing our relationship, then we have a conversation and we like you know make a plan okay this day or if we have the flexibility to do it the same day you know yeah we make a make it a point to spend time together and be like okay this weekend we're unplugging quote-unquote and we're just like hanging out spending time together and yeah. relaxing so
0: yeah i i think the other thing too um i think the other thing on top of that is that Oh man, I really had something I want to say. It was something about, it was on top of something else you said, and I don't remember what it was.
1: Um, If I don't remember, it's not a big deal. Oh my gosh. I don't remember. Okay.
0: Anyways, moving on, because I can't remember what I was going to say. Um, yeah. Oh, that's what it was. So the other thing, the the other thing that I found interesting is like, despite our lack of like planned out work life balance. We still like Renee said we do things together, but like we don't really have a we don't really have a set like date night. So that was something that somebody that somebody or some people told us that we should really prioritize like planning out date nights. And I think that at some point that will become important for us to do, like when we actually have kids and our schedules are more busy with Mm -hmm. them when we can't just do things at the drop of a hat. But currently as dinks, because we don't have to figure out how to have somebody take care of a child or anything like that. when we want to go do something. Date night can be whatever night we want it to be, essentially.
1: Or multiple nights. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes, there, were, there was one week we went to two or three movies.
1: Yeah, I was like, I think we went to
0: the movies <laughs> like every day. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a very interesting week.
1: Also, where we live right now, there is not a whole lot to do. Yeah, so that,
0: that dictates Going to the we, dinner
1: and going to the movies is like, that's pretty much, that is what our dates nights consist of. Yeah. Um, as of right now. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm
0: at. But something that I think... That I wanted to talk about also in regards to this, by the way. Um, I'm not sure if I can think of any of these off the top of my head, but maybe you can. Um, Mm -hmm. What are some misconceptions people might assume about us? Misconsumptions. What are some misconceptions? What are some misconceptions (laughs) people might assume about us Um, based off of the fact that we don't have kids, we both have jobs, and at least from everybody's perception, they are well-paying jobs.
1: That we don't want kids. And some people's misconception is like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of the misconceptions are more so about me than us. Like a lot of them have to deal with like, why don't I want to have kids yet? And like people just saying random reasons that aren't true.
0: Um, has that happened? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. yeah, the conversation for women is so like it's so is. much different, and the conversations mostly are directed towards women on like when are you having kids, like all these kinds of really yeah. invasive personal questions, yeah, um, and it's usually at like the most awkward times, like we are having Thanksgiving dinner, I don't want to talk about. My personal life choices to <laughs> of wife, but me that's and my where husband. People do that kind you of know, stuff, I but know, <laughs> but it's just like it is not like. Yeah, I know people mean well, and they are just genuinely curious. But like, if I I have boundaries, and if I have not opened the door to have that conversation with you, especially at that time, you probably mm-hmm. should not be starting that conversation with me.
0: Yeah, I think one Thank thing you. that I. Yeah, (laughs) I think one thing that uh, one of my friends said in his experience, he's somebody that he got married while we were maybe like seniors in college, maybe juniors or something. And he was, he kind of was in our situation, he was in our position for a few years but then they ended up adopting. And something that he mentioned at one point was like it's in, like, it's very telling how pe what people's perception is and what people, how people think based off the kinds of questions they ask because there's a difference between asking like, oh, like, what are you doing with yourself? What are you doing with your time? Like, how's your life and all these things versus like, when are you having kids? And like, when are you gonna follow, hit these like landmark decisions in your life? And it's like, okay, well yeah. like you clearly, you don't necessarily care about what I have going on right now. The only thing you care about is that I'm following a specific blueprint that you have in your mind for maybe just my life or maybe just everybody's life or something like that.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think that's a, yeah, that like perfectly sums up. um, Yeah, that's just a good, like, I agree with what he said, basically, because I think a lot of people just uh, like, they don't see anything else their, their Their main concern is like kids and children and procreating. Like, mm-hmm. and that's not a journey for everybody. Like every couple doesn't want to have kids. Every couple should not have kids. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and not every kid, like, and, you know, kid. it's just, and not every couple like needs to have children in the traditional way. Like there are other, um, other routes of having children and creating a family and, chosen families like you know like there's just I don't know I just don't think that people have to follow the traditional um, blueprint for you know having having children if they even want to have kids at all
0: yeah, yeah I think that a lot of times a lot of times people just kind of everybody kind of like has this idea of the American dream I think so everybody's trying to work towards this. what you say? I said,
1: which is bullshit. The American oh, yeah. dream is yeah, bullshit. It is. But- it is.
0: Um, and everybody has like this, everybody's in their mind kind of, at least in America, let me say that. At least in America, everybody's mind goes to, oh, well like everybody's goal is to have 2.5 kids. Still don't know how that works. And a big house with a pit, white picket fence or whatever. People say the American dream is. And First of all, that's very binary thinking that that's what everybody wants. Um, and not everybody does want that. And not everybody necessarily needs all that. Mm-hmm. And not everybody can have that, too. That's the other thing.
1: Agree.
0: Like some people aren't in the position where they can have kids and don't have the financial resource to be able to adopt
1: kids. Yeah.
0: Like there's a whole bunch of things that like change everybody's experience and what everybody wants out of life but I think family sometimes has a tendency to just be like oh well the next thing for you is this and that can be a really offensive question because you don't really know why somebody hasn't had a kid yet
1: that's true and like something that I'm always like especially since I've become married is that I'm very conscious I'm very I try to be very conscious about um that whole topic in general, and I don't really ask people questions about that unless they like start a conversation about it. But you don't know if somebody is going through like infertility and they're trying to have kids, but they're not, you know, it they're not able to, they're not seeming to be able to have them. And just asking like, oh, when you guys gonna start having kids or like it's been, you know, reminding people of how long it's been, like that all could be very triggering for people, especially if they are dealing with, infertility and they're having problems trying to start a family so you just really should not be asking people like yeah about that I feel like that's like what we keep coming back to on our in this um first episode but yeah just be a little bit more you know just be more um cognizant about things like that and try not to invade people's personal spaces and boundaries yeah. that they yeah. have
0: I agree. Um, I know that we said we were going to do this question last, but it's kind of much more fitting here. Um, do we plan to have kids?
1: Do we plan to have kids?
0: Oh, we're letting the suspense build.
1: <laughs> yes, we do plan to have um, children. Yes. Um,
0: now, everyone else may not know the time, hour, nor day, but it will happen.
1: Yeah. It'll happen, you know, eventually in God's timing and, uh, kind of coupled with our own, uh, okay, now we are ready to have you <laughs> yeah. place this in our life, Lord. Um, but yeah, like we, you know, it's on the, it's on the list of, you know, we plan to have children at some point in life, but it is not going to be soon. Yeah. Yep.
0: Everything so, she said. Yeah. Teamwork. We probably should do video for these
1: podcasts. Yeah,
0: but um, we'll work up to that. We will get video at some point in time for these podcasts. Um, but we just wanted to get started first and get in the swing of things, versus like trying to yeah. go all Went out with everything, everything at the perfect. beginning and then. Um, like we are not presentable for camera right now. Nope. <laughs> so that's why I was like, yeah, no, let's not. I don't like we can do video <laughs> if you want, but it's going to take a lot longer to get to get everything done. Um, But yeah, the next thing that I wanted to go to um, was what our financial goals are and how do we plan or work to achieve them?
1: Did you want me to go first or you go first?
0: Um, I start with you, I guess. Yes, ladies first.
1: (laughs) Um, Our financial goals, I would say. It's kind of a loaded question, so like. Um, our first immediate goal is to try and pay off as much debt as we can. Um, right now taking advantage of our dink era and paying off, um, as much, you know, we really just have like credit card debt and I have a car loan and then Jordan has a personal loan and his student loans and my student loans. Um, but my student loans, like I'm still a student in school, so we're not paying on those yet. Um, But I would say, yeah, those are like our immediate goals is to pay those off. And um, once we have accomplished that, um, then to buy a house and continue growing our savings and investments. And yeah, I guess that would be my answer.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I think that in addition to that, the things that I would say that we have financial goals for are to also be able to purchase a new car at some point in time. Um, we've been avoiding being able we've been avoiding doing that because we don't want to increase our costs of living without at this point in time. We're trying to like really control that because essentially with this job that I got, we, our income significantly significantly increased from what it was before. Just from taking a new job and one of the things that i didn't want to happen when that occurred was lifestyle creep where all of a sudden we're making more money and now it's like oh well like we can afford this and then we go and like buy a new car we get an expensive apartment and then oh let's get this other thing and like keep on getting things that have monthly payments and then we get to the point where we're back where we were before so that's why i've I think we, that's why I've kind of like, that is why for me, one of my priorities was paying down debt. And I brought that up to Renee and kind of, we talked about that and we made the decision together that, 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 that would be something that we prioritize so that we can just have more financial freedom in the near future. Not just the future, but the near future.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I think, um, although it was very tempting when, you know, you got a new job and when I got my raise increase and, you know, different things, um, throughout the year, I was like, we could really afford to buy some new things like, and we would still be okay. We wouldn't be, you know, we wouldn't be eating rice and beans for dinner like every night. But I was also at the same time, I'm like, I, um, value your opinion and I think one thing that Jordan generally is very like he's pretty good with is money like he's like a he's he's not irresponsible financially is what I'll say um so I trust his judgment and if he feels like hey like can we you know let's discuss and see can we really like focus in on these few areas right now and then in the future we can set ourselves up for um set ourselves up a little bit better like Once we kind of talked about it in that way, I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. And like, there's not really a need for us to have a, you know, right now we both have like just general four car sedans, um, even though we would like an SUV, (laughs) but there's just not really a need for us to have more than like what we have right now is good. So lifestyle creep, like it's definitely something that I think that um, I saw a lot growing up. And I think you also saw that too. Like um, people just like adding more expenses onto your life when you get a raise or you get a better paying job or like all these things. Yeah. And then that kind of like negates the, the raise and the extra money, you know, the more the disposable income that you could have had, you kind of negate it because you get all these new expenses and stuff. And you're basically like in the same place. And so more than Really, what I, what I wanted more than a new car was not to have to, like, feel like we never have any extra money. Yeah. And so, because I would still say, like, we are not necessarily to the point where we, like, you know, obviously we both know when we get paid. Um, so. Yeah.
0: I think, I mean, we have the benefit also of. Um, I don't know if this is, a, there's pros and cons to this, and this could be a whole other side tangent on something. But there's pro, But like we have alternating paychecks right now, which on paper is much more flexible and makes our lives a little bit easier than if our paychecks aligned with each other. But also it would be the exact same amount of money if it was the same way. But I think it's just nice to know like, you have money coming in every single week rather than every two weeks um but yeah overall like i think we both realize that yes we want nice things but we don't necessarily want to have those nice things and then like further down the road when we want when those nice things get old and we want new nice things we're stuck with the things that we got before because we made decisions early on without making decisions that we made certain decisions early on
1: thinking of impact, the short term. Yeah.
0: Thinking in the short term
1: mm-hmm.
0: that will impact our future decisions. Yeah. So,
1: because we, we plan to like start the process of like buying a house again um pretty soon. But if we were to buy a new car, like right now, that would hurt us. Yeah. Even, even though like, you know, our lease isn't up until May and you know, that, that's, you know, after May is, like, when we're going to start whatever process, um, the house buying process again. But, like, even if we did it now, it would still, it would definitely hurt us um, in trying to get to that point. Yeah. And it's not necessary. Like, we don't, our cars work fine. Like, yeah. we don't, you we know, we're not at a place where we absolutely need them, like, need to have yeah. a new car. So.
0: And we have one that doesn't have a payment, so... It doesn't necessarily make sense to like get rid of my car and then get a new car that has a payment and then now we're paying more money for a second car when my car still runs fine remotely Um, (laughs) but um yeah like it just doesn't make sense to like just buy something just because you can Um, and there's nothing wrong with doing that sometimes but i think that the knee jerk reaction is when you get a influx of money you just automatically start going for the things that you wanted when you didn't have when you couldn't afford it and i think it's a good idea to like step on the brakes a little bit and slow down and then be like okay like yes we're making more money and yes we want these things but were we were the things that we had before functional were they usable were they good yes or no If the answer is no, then yeah, obviously go and get that nice new thing. If the answer is yes, everything works, we don't necessarily need this right now, then it's like, okay, well, like, maybe we should take our time to get there and, like, use our excess money to pay down some debt or something and then go and get the thing that we want.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I think something, um, a trait that Jordan has uh, is he can be very frugal, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's not always a bad thing, but I definitely am not like that at all. But I do see the benefits of um, the some the some some benefits. There is also cons to being very frugal. But um, one of the benefits is like just having patience. Like just because we can we can buy something doesn't mean that we should buy it. And something that I've just noticed about being married to you is that you are more of a person that will try to fix something like a hundred times before having to buy a new thing. Um, Whereas me, if something breaks once I'm getting a new, I'm getting something new. Cause I'm not about to go through the Rick and Moreau of fixing and taping up and gluing. The, I'm I'm not doing none of it. Yeah, now I will <laughs> say no, I don't do that. To it's everything. over with and done. Let me, let me just say, it's for not the record, everything. It's not everything. But a like, lot not, of things. Jordan will. Yeah. He is if he, he be trying to fix stuff up. Like, no, we can still use it. I'm like, I'm not, just let it die. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not like the. I'm not like uh, Terry Cruz's
0: character and everybody hates Chris. We're like,
1: I'm no, you're, you're not. You're not that extreme. I'm not that extreme. But you definitely do. There's some things where I'm like Jordan. We could definitely just buy a new one. It is okay. Yeah, I
0: mean, honestly, like, <laughs> so I, I, I will say. So, but you have I know your our t- whole for example sentimental attachment but, to link thing. Here's a here's a good example <laughs> of this. So we have a TV right now that we got for free. The obligation, well, not mostly mostly free. We had to buy some things for it. Essentially, the agreement was. Um, I have a friend and he was like, Hey, like we're getting a new TV, the TV that we have right now broke, but I think that it's still fixable. So if you want it and you can fix it, you can have it. Um, so here it is. So Renee and I, like he said what he thought the problem was, and it was like some led strips and we spent maybe like maybe a hundred dollars, maybe $30. I don't remember how much. On the parts to replace inside the TV.
1: Quick aside, um, at the time when we were offered this TV, we had no TV um, for yeah, our living true, room. We did not so have a we, TV. <laughs> this was in, in the transition. Where I was moving out of my parents' house, and Jordan had just moved into our the house that we were renting from um, family, and um, we didn't have a TV, and. As everybody knows, TVs are crazy expensive, especially if you want a 65 inch TV like they're they're expensive. So yeah. we did not have the monies to have it. So when he said that Jordan was like, yes, I will fix it. I will do it.
0: Yeah. And I'm <laughs> and I'm somebody that can do stuff like that. Let me yes. say like
1: he's he's very uh, yes. My husband is very talented. He's a very smart yeah. person.
0: I have fixed iPhones in the past and I used to do that a little bit and make a little money from that. So I have mm-hmm. experience with taking electronics apart repairing them and putting them back together.
1: He likes puzzles, so he he actually enjoys taking things apart. Yeah. And he enjoyed put it, he, he really got a lot of satisfaction out of fixing the yeah. TV.
0: Now, so. with that being said, it has been maybe what, like almost a little. Actually, no, it has been two years because we got it years, right before yeah. we got it. We got it before we got married. Mm-hmm. So it's been two years and the TV is starting to do some weird stuff. This time around, I'm not trying to fix it. <laughs> We're just going to buy a new one.
1: Yeah, but when it started having problems with Jordan, like, he just got very sad and very stressed. And He was like, yeah. oh no, I had to buy a new TV. And I'm like, well, out with the old and with the new. <laughs>
0: yeah, and I'm like,
1: because, like, for me, I'm like, I,
0: like, there's things that I, like, I've, like I, I, I am okay with spending money on stuff. But I also don't enjoy spending money to replace things that are broken because that means that it's just an unplanned expense.
1: Yeah. But I also, I also think there's some part of Jordan, which is, um, he's, there's a part of Jordan that is very, like, he does not like to, if he thinks that something is savable or fixable, like he will try to say, you know, fix it before we have to go to the final step of, okay, this is beyond what I can do. We're just going to have to buy a new, a new TV, um, which is fine, you know, but in this case, we already went through that step, getting it the first time. Yeah. So... I mean, um, I mean, and it's not like we have to go out and buy a new TV tomorrow, but probably within the next year, we'll probably have to buy a new TV. Yeah. So that was all the questions that we had
0: on here right now, Renee. However, I do have one question that I was just going to throw out to you that you have no time to mentally prepare for. What is some advice that you would give to a new dink couple?
1: Hmm. I have a lot of advice actually. Well that's what this podcast um, is for. So, Yeah I know. <laughs> I would say um, for you and your spouse to you know you guys talk and discuss and don't make a decision like quickly like you know think about it for several days several weeks several months whatever is works best for you but don't make a quick decision um, about deciding what your timeline for having kids is if you choose to have children or a child, because those are two different things. Um, but again, like, decide what that timeline is be and is going to be. And then once you've decided on your timeline, um, decide what your boundaries are surrounding that with family and friends. So figure out, you know, how much you want to tell family and friends, how much you want to, you know, include them in on different things and how, you know, just figure out your boundaries so that way you guys kind of have, you're on the same page about how you are going to be talking about this thing um, and how much information people are gonna have. That being said, also don't expect your spouse to be 100% perfect at, at it. Like it's new you guys are you know still figuring things out still learning each other and you will be for forever so um but yeah i would definitely say like figure out what your boundaries are and uphold those boundaries and guard them and you know and also like it's okay to it's okay to you know have a an era or a whole lifestyle of being dual income couple with no kids like that's totally fine and I think it is an experience that I'm really enjoying and I wish that more people got to got the opportunity or even knew that it was a um, it was an option because I didn't you know growing up I didn't know that that was an option that you could have a lifestyle you know like be a married couple without children um, or not be in the process of trying to have kids like so it's an option and you should take it if you want and you should enjoy it and you should travel the world and have fun and Yeah. Okay. Make love on balconies all over the world. That's what my goal is. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna be more graphic, but I was like, No, I can't do that just yet. Can't show my real personality. Oh my gosh. Uh,
0: <laughs> I didn't know you were gonna say. That. Um <laughs> So my one piece of advice, (laughs) I think I'm only going to use one piece of advice and that is going to be a question you should ask yourself. Um, Basically just through any that this, this question you could ask at any stage of your life. Is this what I want or people expect or the decision that I think people expect me to make? Um, Because I feel like going back to like the conversation I had with my friend, It is one thing to do something because you genuinely want to do this. Like we genuinely want to have kids, but we're also at a stage where we're like, okay, yes, we want to have kids. And right now everybody else, not everybody else, but I'll say everybody else wants us to have kids now or is expecting us to have kids now. So we could totally do that because that's what we think we're supposed to do based off everybody else. But is that really what we want And right now, what we want is to enjoy being dinks, being married, all that. And then we'll go on to the next stage later in the near future. So that's my one piece of advice.
1: It's good advice, babe.
0: You had good advice too.
1: Thank you. Well, that wraps up our first episode of our podcast that we will name later. Um, Also... I am wanting pho for dinner. So we are wrapping it up very quickly because the pho place is closed soon. Anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> was there anything else that you wanted to say?
0: Um, yeah. Uh, follow us individually on Instagram because we don't have an Instagram for this podcast yet. Um, oh,
1: yeah. Do that.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm at v underscore J dot
1: Um, And I am at, I had to pull up my phone to actually look at it. You can follow me at NAE2Curly underscore. So that's N A E, the number two, curly underscore. Yep. On Instagram. And yeah. Yeah. And follow me on the gram. I be on there sometimes. Sometimes I don't. But most of the time I'm on there.
0: Yeah. Once we get a podcast, once we get an Instagram for the podcast and a name, uh, follow us there.
1: Yeah. but But right now, that doesn't exist. So
0: yeah, uh subscribe to the YouTube channel that I'm gonna make for this that I'm gonna upload the audio to.
1: Oh you are yeah oh, okay. I'm just uh, gonna be on well.
0: YouTube. It's gonna be on Spotify all the stuff it's gonna oh, be wow. on all the things. We're
1: really about to be out here. Yeah, we are
0: but it, it's just gonna be nameless at
1: first. Yeah okay, well the phone I, I want
0: foe. okay, well, she wants phone, <laughs> so we gotta go. Uh, <laughs> so we will catch you in the next episode where we talk about something else. Maybe we'll have a name, maybe not. you never know, but thanks for listening. See you later.
1: Bye.